Hi, I'm Maria Theharis or Velosos on social media. Welcome back to Saver 50 Podcast on Soul Organized Style. Grab a cuppa and relax with us. I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay respects to the elders past and present. Many thanks for the ongoing support from the Patreon community for Soul Organized Style Podcast. Your ongoing support every month keeps me developing these podcasts so you and our listeners can hear from sellers from all walks of life. So over 50 intersects with all sewing communities. We're a community that is so over ageism. Our focus is the sewing talent each person shares on social media and providing recognition of their willingness to share their skills, whether a beginner or an experienced sewist. In last week's episode... Dwayne gave us an update on his intensive tailoring studies in the UK. In this episode, we'll get an insight into Dwayne's life journey. Let's get back to Dwayne now. I think we've wanted to have this recording for Saber 50 probably for about two years now. I'm here in England, you know, and I know that a lot of people are really curious, right? Or they're, I mean, it's... (laughs) It's kind of crazy. We're trying to arrange a trip to a mill here at some point. So I'm hoping that that's going to happen eventually. But it's like, it's hard to get everybody or get everybody organized to do something like that. Because, of course, none of us, the six international students, we, none of us have transportation. So we're all dependent on public transportation. So it would have to be some kind of like a carpool effort or something like that. But it would be really fun to go and actually visit one of the mills in Huddersfield, which is seems to be the center of where all the weaving action is. Oh, well, fingers crossed that will happen in the next few months. I hope so. Or sooner. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Before you started sewing, what were you doing? What was your profession? Wow. I've never thought to ask you this. Oh, you haven't? I was a registered nurse. I worked in a small critical access hospital on the coast of Maine and eventually ended up working in their little emergency department, which was just, you know, six beds. And that little hospital eventually merged with another facility. And so they converted the emergency department into like a walk-in urgent care And I just stayed and that's how I ended my career. I had a really great working career. I loved being a a nurse there. And so that's what I did. My brother reminded me that, you know, I came from a very DIY kind of family. My parents were very crafty. They were very do-it-yourselfer types. And so I guess I learned early on, you know, kind of the joy in just making things. You know, my mom was, <laughs> I was a Cub Scout and my mom was like our den leader. And I just remember like as a little kid, it was just like, there was always like some kind of little crafty project that we would be working on as little Cub Scouts. And so like making things has just always been a big part of who I am. You know, I've just always, when I look back on it, always been making something. You know, and so uh, some people know that I built a sailboat. That was part of the blog for a while. (laughs) You know, I also built a house. I've just always been making things. 
And so making clothes is just another thing that just sort of feeds that desire in me to always be creating something. And now that I'm doing tailoring, it's even more construction oriented. So I'm just really sort of in my element here yeah, a little bit. You are. Yeah. Once you got onto Instagram, when did you discover the Sab 50 community? That's another thing. It just, one of those things that just kind of pops up. Yeah. Right. That's just like how the Tailoring Academy did. It just kind of appeared. All of a sudden, like so over 50 popped up and I just kind of became aware that it was just like, wow, here's some people that are really kind of kicking it up to the next level a lot. Right. And so, of course, that drew me right in. It was just like a lot of the people on there were just like really sewing at a really advanced level and just making incredible things. I mean, things that just really stood right out. Right. And so that's how it kind of ended up on my radar. It was just like, I just go, wow, look at that kind of thing. And so I remember sending a message or something and said, hey, is it okay if men join? <laughs> and of course, the response was, of course, of course you can. And then you just start finding the other so over 50 men that are out there, right? And seeing the stuff that they're doing. And the whole Sober 50 community has been driven by Judith and Sandy, and they've started it in 2018. And look at how it's grown. And it's such an embracing community. Yeah, I can't, you know, I can't keep up with all of it. It's just the schoolwork here and everything. It's just like, man, I don't really have time to follow really closely. But still, there are just people out there that are just really take, I don't know, they just take it to that next level. And I just find that so inspiring. Even though a lot of it is women's wear, it's still, I just marvel at the skill and the risk, I don't know, the risk taking, right? A lot of times you have to take a risk and and try something really difficult or something new. And it's just like, I don't know, just a whole group of people, I don't know, approaching sewing in a different way, in a, in a real, I don't know, in a real quality driven way. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. And look, that's what you're doing at the Academy. Yeah. You're, you're one of those people who takes on projects and as you said, it scares you and it's risk-taking. But, you know, right now you're at the Academy until July. You've got a specific amount of work to do in a very supportive and encouraging environment for timelines. You're living the dream. I am. I got to say, I really am. Uh, sometimes I just can't even believe that I'm here. You know, but I am, and uh, just it's just been really, it's just been a great, great experience. And look, I'm one of those people that is watching anytime you post something and cheering you on as you're, you know, increasing your skills at the academy. And I'm so thankful that you've given me this time to talk to us on the podcast so that people can hear the joy and be inspired by what it is you're doing this year. I know that a lot of people will never be able to do this. I mean, I'm just really lucky. I, you know, my, part of it was 
you know, I had been saving up money to like buy a new car. I had paid off, <laughs> I had paid off my car and I was going to hold on to it. And I thought, you know what, I'll just save that money every month instead of making a car payment. And then I thought, well, then I'll have money to buy a new car. But you know what? I decided I would much rather go to tailoring school than have a new car. So <laughs> that's part of the story here. You know, it's just that, you know, I just decided this is better. This is something that I would really like more than a new car. And it's been so, it's been so worth it. It's just been so worth it. Oh, good. <laughs> it's a crazy story. It's a wonderful story. And I think, again, I'm so thankful that you've given us your time. I'm just so lucky. I'm just so lucky to be doing this, you know. But, you know, it was just like, what would I, it is true. What would I rather be doing? Would I rather spend money on this or spend money on a vehicle? I was just like, you know what? Just go and do it. Just go and do it. And all the pieces just kind of fell into place. You know, one of Britta's good friends is an architect. And she bought a building that used to be a pub here in town and converted it into like six rooms, each has its own ensuite. And we have like a communal kitchen and oh, yeah. a little living area. So all of the international students, we're all living together in this house. It's just the perfect situation. It's just, you know, it's within walking distance of school. There's, you know, every, there's lots of restaurants and the supermarket and everything is nearby here. It's just, it just turned out to be the perfect situation. It's made it very, very easy to be here. I'm going to hate leaving. <laughs> the town is so charming. It really is. <laughs> and the people are so nice here. People are just super, super kind here. We've met so many nice people. It's been fun. And even when you had COVID and you were still there, Ugh. you survived it. I know. And I mean, the, the Academy recorded all of the demonstrations that they did during that week that I was out and sent them to me so that I could keep up. They've been, they really have just been terrific. They really have been. And, you know, just been such, <laughs> such an amazing experience. I've learned so much. I just hope that I can retain it all. The amount of information that they push towards us can be kind of overwhelming at times. So, you know, six of us living here together in this house, we have time to process it together. It's like we meet up in the kitchen and go, holy cow, what was that all about today? How did... <laughs> yeah. Do you get written notes or do you get shown and then you've got to practice? Yeah, it's pretty much we get shown, we take notes and then it's just do it. So we're all kind of working off our notes. We've gotten all gotten to be better note takers. Because the stuff is so detailed, what they do is the instructors that we have do it actually over Zoom. So they've got a camera up over the workbench yep. and it's focused down on the work. And so we all sort of stay at our work tables and watch on our whatever we have, either a phone or a laptop or whatever, and kind of watch and take notes at the same time. And I've gotten really good at like taking screenshots on my <laughs> laptop so that I have a visual thing as well. And so we just kind of, um, you know, they would show a certain technique or 
a certain step and then we just, you know, then we just jump in and have to do it. it it's been really great. It really has, you know, I just, we basted everything together. We have put this jacket together and taken it all apart and putting put it back again. again. But that's the whole process. That's the whole, that's the, the, I don't know, the essence of the whole thing, you know, and, and the fitting has been, you know, learning how to do like a fitting has just been, for me, invaluable. We've done fittings for each other, gone back, adjusted our patterns, it was all the mysterious stuff that I wanted to learn, basically, Good. right? It was yeah, just yeah. like, this was all of the nuts and bolts that I just really wanted to learn. It's been great. So many things that you can be doing. At one point, I thought I would maybe want to go back and have like a makerspace type thing, but I've changed course. I don't think that I want to do that now. And so I think I would like to go back and just do a bespoke tweed wedding service for grooms, I think. Yes. You know, Maine is very outdoorsy kind of place. I think that a lot of grooms would be interested in kind of like a tweedy wedding suit. I went to Savile Row before Christmas. Oh, yeah. You must have had fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was unbelievable. The people there are so are so welcoming. Yeah. It's just like, you know, come in. They're so passionate about what they do. They just want to share it with everybody. You know, even if you don't have any money, even if you're, you know, even if you're never going to have the money to buy any of that. They don't know, right? So they're just very welcoming and so passionate about what they do. And so I was talking to a young guy, and a lot of them are very young. The people that, you know, the cutters there, they're quite young. Uh, so I was talking to a guy and he goes, well, that would be a really great niche market. He said, you know, we have like a made to measure department and, you know, weddings are the bulk of that business. He goes, you know, most of that is like, guys that are getting married and they need a suit. So they thought, thought it was a good idea. And I think it would be kind of fun to just do, to work just kind of one-on-one -on -one with somebody. You know, I've never really done that before, made something for somebody else. But now I know how to do that. I'm learning how to do that. You do it at a high level. Right. And so I don't know. I think it would be just kind of a fun thing to try, you know, to just try it. I think you're on the right track with making bespoke things for men who are getting married or their bridal party. Yeah. I just think it would be, you know, because I've only made stuff for myself. So it'd be really kind of fun to involve somebody else and say, you know, this is, this is you, you're going to, you know, I'll help you. You're going to pick this out. What do you want? <laughs> you know, I just think it would be kind of a fun thing. Yeah. Whether it'll ever happen, I don't know. But I got to get through the, I got to live through till July first. I got to get to, <laughs> we still, I just got a long, long way to go. A long way to go. You'll but, pick it uh, up. You know, you'll pick it up. You're there every Friday catching up, right? <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, it's late there. You got to get to bed. Yeah, and you've got to get started on your Sunday before you start tomorrow. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, thank you, Maria. It's so much fun talking with you. All right. Thank you so much, Dwayne. Oh, thank you for inviting me. It's been a treat. It's always a treat. Thank you. 
Right. That was great. That was so much fun. This episode of Sale of 50 podcast on Soul Organized Style was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Dwayne, sound by bensound.com. Listeners, please direct message Judith and Sandy at Sober50 to give them your support for the Sober50 account. As you know, Judith is undertaking some interesting research that I know you'll want to help her out with. If you have time, also let Judith and Sandy know how you'd like to support Sober50 behind the scenes this year. Sober50 Live to Sober50 account with Bird and Molly continues this year. You can subscribe to Soul Organized Style Podcast, but with an S not a Z on all good podcast apps. If you are a YouTube person, a library of Soul Organized Style Podcasts are being loaded onto the YouTube account with a few visuals to really show you what we're chatting about. Make sure you go back and listen to our free Sober 50 podcast archive. And if you can, consider supporting the production of this podcast on Patreon. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.